Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the Bob Cordaro Show podcast. WILK News Radio. Well, in the midst of that beautiful Mailer Symphony number two, courtesy of our friend of the show, Patrick Dalrymple, we reconvene the Club for Common Sense, which provides you a sanctuary of sanity, appointment radio, nine to noon each weekday. And we honor Marty Panic, born of Voca, late of Covington Township. United States Air Force, 1959 to 1963. John Bart Gilpin, born Taylor, raised Scranton, late of Florida. United States Marine Corps, stationed on the USS Forrestal. Charles Johnston, DuPont, U.S. Air Force, World War II. Robert Maue, Hazelton, U.S. Army, 1959 to 1962. He served us in Germany. Well... Mary Regina sent in our Mother Teresa, our St. Teresa, for April 10th. And it says, Let us be very sincere in our dealings with each other and have the courage to accept each other as we are. Do not be surprised at or become preoccupied with each other's failure. Rather, see and find the good in each other, for each one of us is created in the image of God. Well, Man, just, <laughs> oh, St. Teresa, how great every day. And thank you, Mary Regina, for that. Well, it's time for Monday Musings with John Perillo. And and he's wants to talk about Easter. We're going to take, uh, John, uh, we, we're going to talk about, if you're available tomorrow, uh, this emergent situation between China, Taiwan, the United States, and the French uh, President Macron sticking his nose in uh, tomorrow. <laughs> but uh, I want you had told me you wanted to talk about Easter, and I said, you know, this is the day to do it. So uh, fire away, my friend. And I appreciate that, Bob. And, and for your listeners, I, you know, I know there's a bunch of stuff going on in the world that we need to discuss. It's, it's, that's all very important. But as Bob and I were, were kind of communicating over the weekend, I, I can't let today go by without some musings on the celebration of Easter. And as usual for Monday musings, I'll, I'll like to take a look at Easter from a slightly different perspective. And to begin with, either Christ and his resurrection is real or it's not. There's no third option, and I hope that we can all agree on that. It either is or it isn't. And the existence of a man named Jesus at that time is not in dispute. The Romans were great records keepers. His existence is a historical fact, 
And, and of course, it's possible that he wasn't anything but a good man who said nice things about us all getting along, you know, kumbaya and all that. Um, but for that to be true, for the, for the, the he's just a man theory to be true, then the martyrdom of each of the apostles, with the exception of Judas, who killed himself, was for nothing. And again, that's possible. But after the first couple of his followers were horribly executed, you know, one would think that the others would moderate their tone a bit, but they didn't. They all knew what was coming. They certainly knew after the first few were martyred that they would suffer the same fate, and they all continued to preach the living God. And again, it's possible that they were all wrong. It's possible that thousands of others that were persecuted, fed to lions, otherwise horribly tortured, were all wrong. It's possible, but if you ask me, it's not likely. So if Easter is true, then it's the most consequential thing that has ever happened to mankind on this planet, period, full stop. And yes, the news is important, but this is even more important. What, what, What happened at Easter, if it's true, is that the Son of God, God the creator of the planet, the universe, and everything in it, God in human form was born, lived among us, and died for us, and that's certainly worth musing over a little bit today. And this also means that a lot of what passes for religion today is a little bit too light, like light beer in my mind, the light I'm thinking about. I mean, I get it that we should be good to one another, that we should be fair and nice, and that's what most of the religions of the world teach us. But what we have in Christianity is actually something far different than that, and it's far more demanding of us. If the Gospels are true, then the devil must be real. And there was a writer called Charles, uh, Charles Ball Adair who, who wrote something along the lines of that the greatest trick the devil has ever pulled is convincing the world that he doesn't exist. Hmm. Right? The, message, the message of Easter in the Gospel is far deeper than just being nice to one another. It's that the devil is real, sin is real, and repentance is necessary, not just a nice, nice thing. And that we must have the grace of God or we are doomed to hell, period. And if that sounds harsh, I'm sorry, but the alternative to that uh, concept is actually far harsher than that. And there was a uh, great Bishop Fulton Sheen who was once asked if the Catholic Church would ever moderate its teachings over some of its more controversial or strict teachings of divine law. And his response was, of course not. If, you know, if the Church could change divine law, then there would be no difference between that divine law and human law. Right? The law, the divine law, is immutable, and we can't change it. That was Fulton Sheen's comment, and you know, I think the Gospels support that. And so, you know, put it another way, and a real thought for us to ponder, uh, as, as this woman Madeline Kearns once said, if God thought that we were doing just fine, then why have Easter at all? Why send his son to be born, live as a human, and suffer a humiliating and horribly painful death? If the Gospels are true, then we are not doing fine. And this season of Easter requires more than diet eggs and potato salad, as much as I really love Mom Savico's potato salad, right? If, if Easter is true, then God the Creator sent His Son because we are not doing fine. And I think that's something that we should be thinking about today. And, you know, I, I mentioned Judas just before. And, you know, again, in Monday Music Fashion, we'll look, at, we'll look at things from a different point of view. There was an article by a gentleman named Tim Nerzoni who, who captured much of what I think about Judas. And I, I can't help but hope that Judas, in God's infinite forgiveness, will be one of the people that I see in heaven if I'm fortunate enough to get there myself. And so part of that hope is just frankly selfish. Right? That's because the story of Judas is the story of all of us if we take a minute to think about it. And there's always been speculation about what his motives are, what Judas's motives are. And we don't really know, right? Uh, he was a zealot. He could have been trying to push Jesus to move more quickly to overthrow the Roman rule because people thought that Christ was going to be the new 
political ruler, right? So he may have been pushing for that. He may have been motivated by money. The fact is we don't know. But what we do know is that he eventually realizes his mistake, right? We know that because he has his, we have his plea that he says, I have sinned and betrayed innocent blood. We have him fling the pieces of silver back into the, into the, uh, the courtyard. Uh, we have Christ's own word that it would be better if a millstone was tied around his neck. And we can hear the priest mocking him when he returns the coins, right? The priests say something along the lines of, what's this to us? See to it yourself, right? They don't care. He's, so, he's alone at this point. And we can feel, and maybe on some occasional experiences, we felt it ourselves, that utter and complete loneliness and despair that Judas had at that point. He's alone, right? And we should also acknowledge that we've all done exactly what Judas has done, right? We have all, if we are really truthful about ourselves, we should all acknowledge that there are times when we have sold out our God for a pocket full of useless crap, whatever your crap might be. Mine's different than yours, but we've all done it. And that's the story of Judas. So the story goes on that Judas went off by himself and hangs himself. And he did two things that we should be careful of, the two lessons from Judas here. The first, off, the first one is that he went off by himself. And what that, what that means is that we, should, we need the, companions, the companionship of those who help make us better people. Right? I, I think... I think there's a lesson in there that's very important. And there's an interpretation of the command earlier on in the gospel that if, you know, if your eye causes you to sin, to pluck it out, right? Which means that when, if we have people that are around us that, that, um, that enable our, let's call it baser instincts, we should, we should cut them off from our lives, right? But in addition to that, there's the opposite as well, which means had, you know, we should surround ourselves with people to help make us better people. And had Judas gone back to the disciples, had he surrounded himself with the right people, and, you know, I know what those people were, maybe he wouldn't have fallen into despair. And we need to remember that, you know, Peter denied Christ three times. Judas's worst sin was not that he betrayed the Lord. All the disciples left Christ. They, they all, and we all, have left Christ at some point in our life, right? The sin that's, that is unforgivable is that he despaired, and that's the lesson, you know, for today in addition to the others, is that we can't give up hope. We can't despair. And no matter how bleak things seem in this world, we can't give in. So, yes, I pray in, somehow in God's infinite mercy that G- Judas made it. I mean, if it's true, obviously. Well, that and, my well but is that not yeah. why he, he never had an opportunity for forgiveness? Is because he killed himself, which right. we, and, we, and, which and, we and, view and, as a mortal sin uh, which, in the Catholic right. Church anyway. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, Bob, you're precisely correct. And then... The last thing we have in the story, obviously, is the discovery of the empty tomb. Right? That's the very reason for Easter itself. Right? If the story ended on Good Friday, there'd be nothing to talk about. So way back, very early on in Monday Musings, we talked about the last and greatest creation of God, and it wasn't man, it's woman. And we talked about how man and woman were made to be together, and that man is not complete without woman. And we talked about how the Ten Commandments were not just commands about how we should avoid sin, they were the rules for the preservation of civilization. And that women have a unique role that is distinct from the role of men in that. I mean, we, that goes all the way back to the very first book in the Bible, right? Um, that's all in the Old Testament. Well, now, in addition to that, with the celebration of Easter in the New Testament, we have to add the, the passion, the death, and the resurrection of Christ. And in the passion of Christ, in his death, all the men, all of the disciples except for John, leave. These are the men that loved Christ the most, his friends, and they're all gone. They're scared out of their wits, now, and not that I blame them, but who doesn't leave are the women. It's Veronica, not the disciples who wiped Christ's face. It's Mary Magdalene 
and Mary, his mother, who are, who are at the foot of the cross with John when Christ dies. It's the women of Jerusalem who, who weep. The men are all gone. And I bring this up once again because we see women having a distinct and special place in civilization. And in our civilization, that men cannot fill, right? And, and Catholic tradition, even if it's not in the Bible, says that the first human to see the resurrected Lord was his mother. Now, again, even if it's not recorded, how else could it be? Of course he saw his mother. She was the first to believe in his divinity. But before he's born, the angel comes and says, hey, you're going to bear a son. And you know, she's the first disciple, if you will. Right now, and, and she's the one who has the first miracle done, you know, the, the uh, salvaging the wedding party. And because she's his mother, of course, he, he appears to her. Can you imagine what that mother-son reunion was like? And the second person to see the risen Lord was also not one of his disciples. It's Mary Magdalene. And if we want to preserve our faith and our civilization, we will, you know, continue not to treat women as equal because equality is less than what women deserve. Right? Their, women, their role is unique, and not just for civilization and faith to survive. We need to protect that role. And, and you know, I, I, just, I just wanted to get you know, that out. I know there's a lot in that story, and every word is worth pondering over, but just a, you know, those couple of thoughts about you know, if, if Easter is real, then Easter is real because God determined that we needed it, and that should give us some pause. Mm-hmm. And the story of Judas should give us pause, because we're all Judas. Right? And our ending is determined by whether we take the right path after we make the mistake, because we're all going to make the mistake. Yeah. And the last one is that the women in, the, in our civilization have a critical role that we, we diminish at great risk to our civilization. And, you know, we, we, we got to stop doing that. We need to continue to hold women both to the standard that, that, that Christ and, and, uh, and the Bible does, and we should esteem them the way that, that as well. Right? By I the think way, those and, three and, and so do they. Women. And so do they. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Not just men. Women have to hold right. themselves in esteem as women. Uh, right. And, and don't, de- yeah, don't allow yourself to be denigrated by somebody who says you should be something, you should be like a man. Of course you shouldn't. Yeah. You should be better than that. That's right. You know? Yeah, so, <laughs> sort of easy. Thank you, Bob. For, yeah. yeah I, I appreciate you and your listeners giving me the chance today. I mean, I know, you know, I don't want to make an expressly religious show, but, you know, very kind of you every week to spend time with me. Um, and I, I hope that you all had and have, because Easter is an ongoing celebration, a happy but not a light Easter. Mm-hmm. You know, if Easter is true, then the world is a vastly different place because of that truth, and we should spend some time thinking about that. Amen. Well, we'll talk to you tomorrow about this uh, China-Taiwan situation, and we look forward to that. John Perillo, Monday Musings, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day uh, to you and your listeners, Bob. All right. We'll be back. Young Rascals, this date, 1967, released their hit, Groovin'. And, you know, it was an underappreciated song, but like so many songs, when I was in the band in prison, as a drummer for the band in prison, I, uh, I came to appreciate it after you played it with your band. And that's one of those songs. And I just thought, okay, it was an okay song. Then I realized this is a great song. Well, that's on our list today. And then, of course, before that, that's a 2019 report from CBS News. uh, Because on this date in 1947, Brooklyn Dodgers president Branch Rickey purchased the contract of Jackie Robinson from the Montreal Royals. Fascinating. And, uh, man, you, you want to talk about a hero? Jackie Robinson. 
absolutely remarkable. Uh, this program brought to you by Pizza Bella in Mountaintop. And the Mountaintop store is the home of the uh, no-carb pizza crust. How great is that? And then this hour brought to you by Dunmore Lumber. See Gary or Ron or anybody at Dunmore Lumber. Look, they beat the big boxes every time. The big box stores. Couple of quick texts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Uh, and and somebody agreeing with what Johnny was telling me. Bob Elvis died in 1977. Hallelujah wasn't written until the 80s. Johnny said, identified it as 1984. I don't know. I, it had to be him, though, right? Fascinating. So he said, morning, Bob. Just wanted to let you know, Anheuser-Busch products, especially Bud Light and Budweiser, are taking more than a beating. On YouTube, uh showing many YouTubers going through different stores, including Walmart, uh, and all the beers are gone are pretty close to being gone, but the shelves are filled with Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch products. And, and you know what? Good. Show them that they can only push us so far with this silliness. I'm not a boycott believer or a boycotter. I just, you know what? If you disrespect me, if you want to be silly, whatever your product or service is, then don't expect me to patronize you. I'm, hap- I'm, I'm happy to hear that. By the way, a bunch of you said great stuff on the uh, uh, Johnny's choice for our promo. Now, somebody says, uh, and I, I, I want to find it. Because I have, uh, man, I, f- I had something really good uh, to follow this t- this particular text up that I noticed. Bob, did you see the cease and desist order issued against the Catholic priest at the Walter Reed Center for our veterans? LTS, back at you. Yes. I heard tell. I looked into it. Apparently, this was an order last week during Holy Week. From General Milley, Mr. White Rage himself, who prohibited these friars from going in and counseling Catholic and Christian servicemen, and they contracted it out to some company. Insane. Insane. Oh, what a disgrace. I'm telling you, this woke crap has got to end. It's got to end. I hope Millie's called up to the uh, the hill, and it only happened in the house, and they rip him a new one. He's a disgrace. Remember, in the end, Mark Milley and Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, 
and Lloyd Austin are responsible, along with Joe Biden, because they didn't resign, they didn't stop him, for Joe Biden killing those 13 American soldiers in our ridiculous retreat from Afghanistan. Unreal. We'll take a break. We're going to come back. And Larry's on the line. I... I actually I thought we lost him. I hadn't heard from him so long. So Larry's on the line. We're going to get to him after the weather and these great messages. Talk to you in a minute. I really do jump when I hear that sounder. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from meteorologist Joe Snedeker. For today, sun, high of 65. Is that a good report? Yes, it is. Tonight, clear, but it will go down to a low of 38. Tomorrow's Tuesday, partly sunny, high of 68. Wednesday, partly sunny, high of 70. Thursday, more sun, high of 80. So we're going to have a great weather week this week. As we honor Robert Maui of Hazleton, Charles Johnston of DuPont, John Bart Gilpin, late of Florida, but he was born Taylor, raised in Scranton, and Marty Panic, uh, born Avoca, late of Covington Township. Vet- all veterans we lost this week. So I mentioned that, uh, Larry, where have you been? Uh, Bob, I have, uh, I have been in a state of flux for the past month. And uh, the more things I see on TV and everything, Bob, I, I just I, I, I've lost almost all hope. I don't see this country coming back. I know you're a big optimist and everything, but I don't see any help on the way. Well, when yeah, I see, listen, you could you could even I I I, I'm, I share your deepest concerns. Although I'm I'm hoping, praying, and and mildly op- cautiously optimistic, we're going to get out of this tailspin. But uh, you're right. I mean, I, I was talking about it just when we opened the show up. Uh, Bob, the, the, my God! With this leadership, this is—we're in a sick place now. Another I, when, shooting in Kentucky, Louisville, it, Kentucky. When I see when I see that mop head on TV, come on, and say that uh, the trannies are fighting back and we have their back—that you know how about Bob? That makes me feel sick to my stomach. These, these people are violent. They're 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 a cult, and they're violent, and they're going to get worse. And when they surround your car, I don't know if you saw, did you see the one in, that happened in Texas? No. With that one guy. He was a sergeant, I guess. In oh, Northern, yes, yes. Where, where a guy has a gun, at uh, an AK-47 pointed at his face in the, in the window, and he shot the guy, and he's been charged with murder. Yeah. yeah. He's not been charged. He's been convicted. 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 <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. And uh, I don't, I just, there's more bad than good, Bob. There's more bad than good. I, I agree. With, Larry, let me say this, though. Two things. Don't let that be an excuse not to call because I'm, I was worried sick oh, about it. Oh, no, you. no, it wasn't. It's just I just I kept saying I'm going to call, I'm going to call, I'm gonna, and I don't know what happened. Well, you know? because and, and then here you, there, here's the saying that, that you know, it, it almost reaches the point of being trite, but it's always darkest before the dawn. Well, that's what they say. And we we gotta hope so, Larry. I, I, we're in a we're in a bad place. There's not even a doubt about it. Uh, very, very bad. And, and and let me let me just tell you this. You know these people. They're they a lot of them. They 
they say that they're, uh, uh, well, I don't know, communists, but they say they're socialists and everything. But if ever, any, if uh, China and, uh, say, China, Russia, and the Iran, Bob, would take over this country, these transgender and gays, oh, uh, I, I hope they know where, the, where they're going to be, Bob. Well, and I'll tell you this. I, I, one of the things I wrote down to mention, uh, I, I'm, I'm not in any way, shape, or form against an adult making that choice for themselves. But now we have this sickening, disgusting Joe Biden. He takes Title IX, which was intended to provide an equal playing field for women's sports, and he expands it to include men. This yeah. is how sick these people are. This is here's equality for women being twisted into including men. It's yeah. insanity. And then you have Riley Gaines, the great swimmer, getting assaulted by these trans activists. Man, they better start slapping these people down hard. And um, wherever, think, uh, you wherever know, you, you say, you say we have to, you say we have to do it through the ballot box and everything. I don't think that's going to work. Not as long as the, the election. Oh no! Are but the police, police think, and law enforcement, Larry, when a situation arises where these idiots get violent or in in the face of various people, the cops better start busting their heads. That's yeah. the that's and, and, it. And I'll tell you, I, that's I, breaking the law. I think there's only two chances for the country, and I'm going to give it. I'm not going to tell you my first choice, Bob, but the second one is what you mentioned, um, I don't know, a month ago or whatever, where you said that this country might have to be divided into two, yes. Yes. red and blue. Yes. And I would go, I would go for that. Yeah. Let I... them manage their own. Let them do what they want to do. Just stay on your side of the border. And uh, these people can't, I mean, these Chinese nationalists that are coming... Bob, they're, they're planning something. Oh, listen, anything is possible with this disgusting, weak, and feckless of leadership. So, Larry, yes. let us not make it a month between phone calls. You okay, don't have to one call. Last thing here, one last thing here, Bob. Uh, the reason uh, I, I didn't hear you on the one show last week, but somebody called me up and they said, hey, uh, Bob was on there, he's talking about, and here I find out you're talking about my buddy again. Who? Joe, Joe McCarthy. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I figured. One, one, well, one I figured great, if that, great, I thought that would. One of the greatest would... Americans, Bob, who should be on Mount oh, Rushmore. Oh, get out of here! But Larry, and, and, Larry, and we, I thought I'd bring you out of the woodwork career. with that. What's that? I thought I'd bring you out of the woodwork with that, and then you didn't call. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's your man. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. That's... Oh, but, uh, but, I'll tell you, but I'll tell you, Bob. You know, I, I I like Trump, and I know you don't want him to win or anything. I would like to see him win, but. If not, I'll tell you who really impresses me is that Vivek uh, Yamasawami. Oh, yes, yes. The, the, I yes. mean, he's an intelligent guy. I mean, and, and I stand for everything that he talks about. I everything. hope, I hope that he's not going to win, but uh, I no. hope uh, that he has a prominent place in the next yeah. administration. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Larry, great to hear from you, my friend. Okay, Thank you. Uh, and uh, keep in touch, would you? I definitely will, Bob. Okay, you take it easy. <laughs> right. We'll take a break and be back. We got the the, the the lines are full, and I want to get to your calls after this. Now, I went to see Elton John three times. I never knew the words to that song until Murph came up with it today. This date, 1970, Elton John and Bernie Taupin earn, uh, teamed up 
on uh, Elton John's album, Elton John. And Murph shows, take me to the pilot. I never knew that's what they said. By the way, uh, this hour brought to you by Dunmore Lumber. And I keep saying Ron and Gary. So somebody texts in and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. You're forgetting about Michelle. <laughs> Don't forget Michelle at Dunmore Lumber. And <laughs> I didn't forget her, but she's in the office. And I thought, well, you know, maybe they don't know who that is. But obviously you do. So, okay, Michelle's part of my deal from now on. <laughs> That's great. By, by the way, a bunch of great texts. And I want to get to them, particularly uh, somebody that, that texted in about the Judas thing that we were talking uh, with John Perillo on. But let's first go to Clive from Beaumont on this Budweiser controversy. How are you, Clive? Well, uh, by the way, Clive, I saw I saw Kid Rock. Uh, yes. Gene, our friend friend of the show, Gene, sent me what Kid Rock had to say about about Bud Light. <laughs> he he machine gunned three cases of <laughs> Bud Light. <laughs> He certainly doesn't hold back in what he says no, either. No, he doesn't. And, and, and he's one of few Americans that have the guts to stand up to this nonsense. But uh, your caller, Larry, his assessment of, of America today is right on the money. And, you know, I hate to turn on the news in the morning and just yeah. see this country come apart at the seams more and more every day. And it's going to get worse, Bob. It's going to get yeah. worse. But this, this internet this criminal conviction in Texas. I've been saying on your show for over two years, the second amendment, the stand your ground laws and the castle doctrine only mean what district attorneys in the courts and judges say what it say that it means. Yeah. And we're seeing this play out and that's, that's scary. You know, and it was another Soros funded DA in Austin that pursued this case and got him convicted. Well, it was in the detective in the Austin Police Department that investigated said it was a case of self-defense, yep. no charges. Well, Austin, I just went through Austin uh, back in February. My wife's relatives live in San Marcos, south of there. Austin is a bastion of leftist, yep. liberal, socialist Marxism. Uh, same, same as Portland, San Francisco, yep. and yep. Seattle. So stay out of there. Yeah, we're we're in scary territory, Clive. There's not even a doubt about it. That I won't deny. I'm still I'm I'm still hoping for the saying it's darkest before the dawn, so that that we could turn this around in in incredible fashion. And if anybody can, it is America. Well, I I hope you're right, and I and I'm wrong. Believe me. Yeah. Uh, But. Americans have one more chance, yep. the election, yep. next November. Big one. Next year. 24 is big. Thank you so much, yes. Clive, as always. We'll take this break. It's time for the Bloomberg Money Minute. Then we'll get to your calls and texts. 1976, this day, David Bowie entered the top 10 charts at number 10 with that great song, Golden Years. Uh, let's go to in order of... How long have you been holding? Uh, Greg from Sawyersville. Greg Griffin. How are you, Greg? Good, Bob. Just election update. Uh, Greg Griffin, Luzerne County Council candidate. And uh, the gentleman who said that America's best days are behind us, that we're not going to come back. You know, uh, 
all politics is local. We have to we have to be concerned about Luzerne County, and that's why I'm a candidate. And uh, look, I meet people on the porch. There's a hundred people a day, and people are frustrated. But you know, we have we can't give up. I mean, there's yep. solutions to that's right. all our problems in Luzerne County: the drug epidemic, the littered highways. They want to raise taxes, county taxes again next year. Look. As a, as a senior citizen retiree, I'm willing to fight the battle for the people and the beat of people's voice. I'm not going to give up. We're fighting hard. Uh, uh, we can improve Luzerne County immensely if we just show up on uh, May 16th. So uh, to that gentleman who thinks America's best days are behind us, I have to disagree. I ask him to join us so we can start to make Luzerne County, first of all the best county in the country but uh i'm very optimistic we're, good i i, I greg griffin i love hearing that greg griffin candidate for uh luzerne county council keep in touch with us all right we'll do buddy thank I, you i like your optimism right. All right bye now so uh evil has struck once again five people killed six wounded in a bank in downtown Louisville. Uh, the killer's been, he's been killed. He just walked into a bank and starts shooting. And that is pure evil. Not a doubt about it. Uh, let's go to Greg from Scranton. Republicans are hypocritical and criminal. Hi, Greg. Yes, absolutely. Hello. I'm going to be a different caller than you usually get because you have a bunch of sycophants on here. First of all, I thought it was Well, they're, they, they're, that... they're people who actually think, but let, we'll let you oh, spot really? your nonsense. Yeah. Oh, sure. So you endorsed, you endorsed your, a few callers ago that there should be two Americas, a red America and a blue America. We're getting there. Boy, that's true. We're getting there, Greg, that's because, because wow. people, like, okay, people that think like you do are ruining right. the country. Can I ask a question? Who do you think is going to win in that battle? Where's all the money located in this country? On the coast and the northeast. You know, the people in the south and the Midwest, what do they got? You know, they keep, you have that, that governor in, in Arkansas who's asking for the federal government for 100% repayment for every time a hurricane or a tornado hits their, hits people's property. Who do you think is going to win in that battle? Why should my tax dollars go pay off well, they uh, go to they go to it. they go to the border already for illegal immigrants because Joe Biden won't uh, enforce the law. They already go there. The money Boy, they already go to, to New York City. They already go to New York City for illegal immigrants talk, and and a host of law? insane programs, Greg. Oh, and you so, know okay, that. So, if you want to talk about Texas law, then why is it okay for a governor to vacate for no with, with no proof or no nothing? You had a jury of twelve people convict. A, a, a person of murder. Well, because because the cop who responded to the call realized that the guy wasn't guilty. He was defending himself. And you got a you got you got a left wing city and a Soros funded DA that rigged oh, the case go. against the, Jew, the guy. The Jew DA. The Jew DA. Listen, I didn't say I that. You said life. that. I, I, I in fact, Greg, life. Greg, Greg. I'm hanging up because you're being an ass. That's that's disgusting. Who said that? You you stupid idiot. <laughs> Unreal. See, they don't have an argument. 
So they revert to offending people with idiotic statements like this ass just made. Greg, you're welcome to call again, but don't ever call with that crap. You idiot. Grow up. We'll let this song bring us back to uh, an even keel after that ass made his comment. We'll finish the hour. What's this uh, singer's first name, Johnny? Susan Susan Boyle. Susan Boyle. With Hallelujah. Yeah, we need it after that. We'll be back after this great song, Easter Monday, and the news with Paula Degnan. WILK News Radio. This is the Bob Cordaro Show Podcast. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 